Hi there, my name is Tom Bell and welcome to my 5-Minute Friday podcast this March the 18th. I'm an expert in willful blindness and author of a book called Lions, Liars, Donkeys and Penguins, The Killing of Alison, which is a true story about the events surrounding the suicide of my sister Alison following a period of abuse in the care of an NHS mental health hospital. Uh, I'm also a former whistleblowing NHS manager. Those that know me would probably call me a public service career failure, but a successful human being. So this week I attended an event in Birmingham. Long time since I've been to Birmingham. And it was run by something called, let me get this right, the Institute for Continuous Improvement in Public Sector Services. Some of you in the private sector are probably chuckling at that title straight away. Um, but uh, a decent bunch of folk with decent intent. However, as somebody who spent most of his working life in the private sector, it's only fair to observe that they are working with one hand tied behind their, tied even behind their backs. Um, when I entered the public sector many moons ago, um, I learned a lot when I entered the public sector, I have to say, some of which I'd rather not have, but you know, they say uncovering a myth makes you a wiser man. And so I'm grateful for that new knowledge. But I came to see that one of the biggest challenges from the public sector's point of view and for anyone working within it is the lack of aspiration that dominates great swathes of the landscape. And um, I'll tell you a story about when I was younger. So my mum, I used to recall my mum would tell me I shouldn't be worried about being teased for wearing secondhand clothes because half the world was living in poverty and many people were starving and so on and so forth. Now, of course, living in Cumbria and wearing shorts in winter, not really great. But it, my mum got me clothes from the second hand from the used um, or the lost property department where of the school where she was a matron. That's when schools had matrons. And um, I think what she was trying to do was rationalise. She was saying, look, you know, you might be wearing crappy clothes, but at least you're not running around in a loincloth. Now, that would have looked even worse in Penrith, obviously. Um, but she was comparing me to something completely inappropriate, but she was trying to make me feel better. And I kind of get that. And I, when I got into the public sector, I found that the public sector was really good at that as well. What you would say is, so I would raise a concern, for example, when I worked in the NHS, I would say, goodness me, the state of these records is terrible. And somebody would come back and say, hey, if you think it's bad here, it's terrible over there. And they would point at another organisation, almost as if to say, it might be crap here, but it could be crapper. And I, I sort of contrast that with my time in the private sector, where I think when I used to sell mobile telephones, for example, for a living, I spent uh, almost 10 years selling mobile telephones and telecom equipment. Um I then spent five years flogging beer. That was, I have to say, a much easier sell. But I never used the sales approach that if you think our products are crap, you should see that lot over there. They're even worse. I don't think that would have really got me very far, would it? But the public sector is able to use that rationalisation because there is no competition. Yeah. And so um, what the public sector is great at doing is recognising itself for how well it's doing. So you'll find awards ceremonies all over the country, you know, where people are recognised and they say, oh, this part of the public sector is brilliant. It's a leading light. You know, it's award winning. I remember somebody once calling something, what was it? An indicator of beaconicity. You know, if you, that only that kind of phrase would only come from the public sector, wouldn't it? An indicator of beaconicity indeed. But what it's kind of doing is it's those award ceremonies are a bit like, you know, when you're a young child and you, you're painting a picture or you're drawing a drawing and you maybe or maybe you go out for a run or something and somebody goes, oh, you're a good painter, you're a good runner, you know. It gives you that nice, warm, fuzzy feeling, but actually it's meaningless because they're not comparing you to anything. It's nice encouragement, but it's also delusional, isn't it? Because you could be absolutely crap, but you could be told that you're brilliant. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a story in there, isn't there, about some current leaders, but that's maybe for another time. And 
I think that absence of competition, really, that's that's telling in the public sector, isn't it? Now, don't get me wrong, I don't want competition for who picks my bins up or which hospital I should go to. I, I want just good, consistent service. The problem is, when you talk about competition and you work within or around the public sector, everybody immediately looks at you and calls you some sort of privateer, some kind of bastard, some kind of, um, you know, you must be a horrible person because you want everyone to compete and run faster. Yes, you want them to, you don't want them to run faster, actually. No, you just want them to run in the right direction. I mean, that would be a good start, wouldn't it? But it's not what competition is that matters. It's what competition does. And one of the most interesting presentations that came out on Monday was the one from the guy for who, this is the organisation, I think it's called the FCA. So, you know, they, they manage all financial advisory bodies. And he talks about the importance of competition in raising standards. And there's no denying that it does that. It creates innovation, it raises standards, and it gives people something to aspire to, both within the organisation and outside the organisation. But we don't want competition in public services. So how do you replace it? What do you replace it with? I don't have the answer to that, by the way, and I've only got this five-minute podcast to share with you. Um, but there's something there, isn't there, about how do you get innovation into a public sector where there is no competition? Don't have the answers. As ever, thank you for listening. My five minutes is up. Feel free to get in touch. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Tom in Cumbria. You can email me at tom at hipss.org.uk or you can send a connection request on LinkedIn. Uh, stay as safe as you can, as sane as you can and stay solvent if possible. Thanks again for listening.